Hello and welcome to the Take a Trip podcast. This is my first episode and it is also a very short episode because this case, as you can see, is going to be about Blessing Ole Sagan. And this is an unsolved case, as far as I know. It is definitely an ongoing investigation. And there's not really that much information about Blessing online. There's not much about her personal life. So I couldn't really put together that much of a biography. So, you know, in future cases, I would like you to know about, um, you know, the people that I talk about, I'd like to give you more of a biography, more of an insight into their life because I think it's very important. But unfortunately, in this case, I couldn't really do so. Now, this case sits very close to my heart because I remember exactly when it went down and I remember the police being very um, neglectful. Is that a word? Neglectful? They neglected this case quite a lot when it first happened and it didn't sit right with me. I don't think it sat right with many people especially after the Sarah Everard case came out, it becomes clear as day that the energy differs a lot between a white woman and a woman of color when it comes to these kind of cases. And it is sad, although, you know, you want justice for both families, you know? So I'll be going into more depth about how the police treated this investigation later and why it was raising a lot of red flags. Um, I'm not doing this episode to slander anyone. I'm not doing this episode to disrespect the police or anyone I speak about here. I'm just doing this solely to educate and to inform all the information I found, I found online and I've compiled it into one episode. So let's get into it. Who was Blessing? Blessing was referred to as Princess Blessing Ayomide Aretutu Olesegon by her mother. Sorry for that pronunciation, I'm not good with names at all. She was born in 1999 and lived in Greenwich, South London, and she was described as a very caring, beautiful, loving young woman. Blessing's friend Christiana did an interview with Sussex Live and it was really helpful. I will put the link to the article down below with the other sources. This is a quote that Christiana said about Blessing and I find it just beautiful. She said, if you were in need, she would help you no matter what. Even if she just had one pound, she would use it to help you. As long as you were happy, she was happy. And her quote was, I'm living my best life. She was so carefree and vibrant. I love that quote. And it just sounds like Blessing was just such a free girl. She was such a free spirit and just had a very caring personality. And this shows because Blessing was a business student and at 21 years old, she actually enrolled in a one-week placement working as a living carer. And she was actually starting to build her own beauty business on the side as well. So she was clearly a hard worker, someone who liked to graft. And she also did charity work in Nigeria with her mother for the Fortress Foundation. And I just think that also shows what a beautiful person she was. And I've personally worked in care before. And I think anyone who's worked in care knows that it just requires another level of dedication and patience and empathy and care um you've got to have a lot of you've got to have a very nurturing instinct to be able to be in that sort of field and to succeed she did this one week placement and it was going to be all the way down in Bexhill East Sussex which is around a one hour 30 minute drive away from where Blessing was raised at home in Greenwich so just for a bit of context, Bexhill is a coastal town located between Hastings and Eastbourne. I checked the crime rates in this area and the ones that I saw were actually kind of low. It also attracts a lot of tourists because of its historical structures and it's by the sea. So, you know, it's, it would be quite a busy place had it not been a lockdown when it happened. Uh, everyone was still in lockdown, I believe. Um, I can't remember exactly when 
the second lockdown had come along, but I know that around this sort of time frame, we were either just getting ready to enter another lockdown or we were already in another lockdown. So you can imagine that a 21 year old girl going to work down near the seaside, you know, for a week is, you know, she's going to work, but at the same time, it's exciting. It's a new change of scenery. So let's get down to what actually happened on the evening where Blessing had disappeared. On Friday the 18th of September 2020, Blessing had left her client's home for a walk in the early hours of the morning because she couldn't sleep. This is a normal thing, um, a lot of carers tend to just go out while their clients fast asleep, just go for a walk, stretch their legs, take some time for themselves, because being a living carer, you don't get time to yourself, you're with this person all day, every day, it's a very tough job, so this part gets a bit weird, so some sources stated that Blessing was on the phone to her boyfriend when she went for this walk, however, in the interview that her friend Christina had given, she said that she had offered to call Blessing, and Blessing said never mind. So that text, the nevermind, was actually the last text that Christina would ever receive from her friend Blessing. Now Blessing was seen by CCTV cameras and she was walking through the town centre under a tunnel towards the beach and then finally she was beside the beach at around 1am and then she was last spotted walking by a cafe completely alone and on her phone. So when they say on her phone, I don't know if that means that she was just, you know, typing on her phone or if she was actually on a call to someone. That, that sort of, that part gets a little bit weird. I know that the police did say that they were investigating Blessing's phone records as we speak, so hopefully they will gain a bit more information from that. But this was a quote from Christina about that moment in time. She said, she was saying that she couldn't sleep and that she wanted to go for a walk. I offered to stay on the phone, but she said, never mind. We're gonna fast forward a little bit to the morning of the 18th of September, 2020. Christiana actually got a call from Blessing's care agency and the agency told her that Blessing had not returned to her client's house and they were wondering where she was um, and that they were worried about her. So Christiana decided to call Blessing just to check on her and make sure she was okay because she hadn't messaged her since in the early hours of the morning. But to her horror, a police officer picked up the phone and told her that they had just found Blessing's phone. So no one was able to contact Blessing and Blessing was reported as missing on that same day. This must have been so terrible. I can't imagine how scared the family must have been at this point. You know, just that feeling of someone who you love is not messaging you back, not talking back to you, they're not replying to you, nothing. And having to even just call the police to report them as missing has got to be the worst feeling, I can't imagine. Christina also quoted that, to me she was fine, perfectly happy when they last spoke. A dog walker was walking along Bexhill on sea and had seen something in the distance and when they approached it, it turned out to be the unresponsive body of Blessing Ola Sagan and when the police and paramedics had arrived on the scene, she was pronounced dead. Later on in the day, the body was identified to definitely be that of Blessing Ola Sagan. Blessing was found laying on the beach. She was, I don't know exactly where on the beach she was laying, none of the articles actually specify where they just said that she was laying on the beach and the weird part is here's the weird part her phone and her slippers were found quote neatly piled 300 meters away from her body 
I don't know, that doesn't give me a good vibe. You know, had she drowned and had everything been completely soaked in water, it would have made more sense. But the fact that everything was neatly piled 300 meters away from her body gives me a weird vibe. So meanwhile, back in London, Blessing's mother, family and friends were faced with news that had to be the most gut-wrenching news to take in. And that was that their loved one had unfortunately passed away in a very mysterious manner. So the police report actually stated that the coroner had found Blessing's death to be by drowning and the coroner had concluded that no external or internal damage was found, which suggests that there was no visible signs of foul play and therefore that her cause of death was drowning, which would make sense seeing as she was by the sea, but I'm going to go back into that a bit later. So later that day, police had questioned people in the surrounding areas to gather potential witnesses, anyone who might have seen anything, and they also carried out a search in her room that was at her client's house. They are currently looking through her phone records, like I said, and Blessing's family are also looking to hire a private coroner to reassess Blessing's cause of death because they're not happy with the answers that they got, which is fair enough. So now I'm going to read a bit of a long quote. This is from the Senior Investigating Officer Detective Inspector Pippa Nicklin. I have spoken with Blessing's mother and explained that we remain absolutely committed to finding out the facts of what happened to Blessing. This is a very distressing time for her and we are keen to do everything we can, so hopefully she may gain some closure over the death of her much-loved daughter. Although there continues to be no evidence of a crime, we're still carefully and fully examining all of the circumstances leading up to Blessing's death, from her arrival in Bex Hill to her leaving the house where she was working and walking to the beach. It has been reported that we have not properly investigated Blessing's death because of her ethnicity and we strongly refute those claims. So... Because there wasn't any sign of foul play, the police initially tried to say that Blessing's death was not suspicious and this made everyone angry. This peed a lot of people off, including me. I was just like, no honey, a girl can't go from walking on the beach at one in the morning to being dead with her items neatly folded and placed 300 meters away from her body. What had actually happened to this girl? And I believe that her family are asking the same questions. They're not happy with the answers that they've got. They're not happy with the police telling them that it was a drowning because there's little parts such as the items that just don't add up. So the police are actually actively working on solving Blessing's case uh, after the public actually sparked a huge outrage about how they had initially reacted. Blessing's family were also allocated a new investigator for Blessing's case and they seemed to pick the case up a little bit better. Blessing had a candlelit procession on Tuesday the 3rd of November 2020 and a burial service on the 16th of November 2020. Apparently, there were volumes of people showing up to show their love and support for Blessing and her family. And finally, Blessing was laid to rest on Wednesday, November 18th in Lagos, Nigeria. And I just want to end this segment with a quote from Blessing's mother. She had so much to do in her life, and now I'll not see her mature into a beautiful, gorgeous, talented woman. And there was also a gorgeous quote from the GoFundMe as well, which I'm just going to quickly read to end this part. Her name was Blessing for a reason. She shines so much light into our lives. She was a kind, loyal, beautiful, amazing, God-fearing, enigmatic young woman we've ever had the pleasure to be around. So I'm going to post the link to that GoFundMe down below. And I'm also going to post a link to the petition down below, which is for 
justice for Blessing. I thought I would also add in that Blessing's family are also raising awareness for more CCTV cameras to be available everywhere. I personally agree with that. I feel like there should definitely be CCTV in way more public places, considering they're not even that expensive to run anymore. The technology in those cameras is old news now. And if you're a homeowner, things like ring doorbell are a very good idea because not only is it surveilling your property for your good, but if someone was to be hurt or was to go missing nearby your property, you're gonna hopefully help the police either trace them down or get at least some inkling on what happened to these people. If you saw Blessing on the night that she'd passed away, or if you feel that you have any information relating to her case, please contact Sussex Police by calling 101 Sussex, quoting Operation Vista, and I'll put a link in the show notes down below so you can get to that. I just don't like that the police try to call this off as a accidental drowning. It doesn't make sense. How will a girl walk along the beach at that time in the morning? And if you go to my Instagram, which is at Take A Trip Podcast, I'm going to post a picture of the actual beach where this went down. The police are implying that she had fallen into the sea or gone swimming at 1am in the middle of September in the sea and put her clothes to the side. I guess that's what they're trying to say is that she had got into the sea by herself because her clothes were found folded and stuff, you know, a few meters away. Who does that? Who wakes up at one in the morning and decides, hey, I'm gonna go down to the beach for a nice swim in the middle of September in the sea? It just doesn't make sense to me. There's something in this case that hasn't been told. There's a big part that is missing clearly because we don't know what happened with those five hours between the last time Blessing had contacted someone to the time where she was found deceased on the floor. She was a young 21 year old woman I don't understand how she would just randomly drown and the police are just able to shrug it off. You know, if this was your daughter who was found unresponsive on a beach, you know, with no explanation as to what happened to her and having to lay her to rest, sure enough, yes, you've laid her to rest, but you personally will probably never be able to get over that because you have no closure. You don't know what happened. And the police just throwing up their hands and saying, I don't know, isn't really much help to the family because they're still grieving. I do want to do an episode in the future on sort of safety in the UK as a woman and what sort of things we can keep on us for our own safety Um, because I know a lot of people believe that carrying around things like you know sharp objects and sprays and stuff like that is cool but pepper spray is actually considered a firearm so maybe don't do that girls. I'm going to do an episode on this and if you personally want one of your cases to be talked about if you want me to speak about any cases that you know of who might be your family who might be your friends please contact me on my instagram shoot me a dm i'm in the process of setting up a little form so that i can take your requests a lot easier but for now just dm me on instagram let me know if there's anyone in particular that you want me to talk about or any case in general just let me know All of the sources I have stated down below so you can go and read these articles about Blessing's case and make up your own opinions on the case. I know it's so common to listen to true crime episodes and just be like, oh, this case is sad and then you go about your daily life. But one thing you need to remember is that Blessing's family are still grieving her. They are still fighting for justice for her. So if you can do anything that will help them, please do. Before you go back to your normal life, just consider the other people who are grieving their their loved one at the moment. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. Please 
subscribe um, follow if you need to just do everything you can my instagram is at take a trip podcast where you can get in touch with me you'll see case updates on the case that i talk about so yeah thank you for listening to the take a trip podcast i am your host leah and i will see you again next week for another episode Thank you.